Welcome to Inside Iowa, heard on this and all Cumulus Des Moines stations. Our guest today for the Inside Iowa show is Emily Fish, the Development Director with the ALS Association, the Iowa chapter, ALS. Correct. Tell me what that stands for. Well, the best way to describe it is Lou Gehrig's disease or the ice bucket challenge. Yeah. Um, but it's amniotrophic lateral sclerosis, if you want to get technical. Holy cow. I'm <laughs> yeah. just impressed that you could say it. But you know what? You never hear that. You hear ALS. But I mean, I don't know. And Lou Gehrig's disease. I'm guessing that's yes. why you say that, because that's the top of the mind. Yes. Right. And most people um, really recognize um, ALS with Lou Gehrig's disease. But obviously, in 2014, we had the Ice Bucket Challenge, and that really Forefront. put us on the map. Yeah. And a lot of people now know us because of that. Very and clever. Yes. Um, social media phenomenon. Isn't it? It is. Um, the power of social media is unbelievable. Well, um Incredible. <laughs> you, you're, the name Emily Fish may may be familiar to you. Uh, you're in here every single time you come in. It's always doing something for the community. You just have a lot of passion for giving back. I do. I do. Um, you know it. You know what you go to work for every day. And um, this disease is is a terrible one. Um, obviously, I've I've worked at other nonprofits, but um, ALS is a, a very devastating disease. Um, it's pretty much um, a death sentence for most people. Um, you know, it's there's no cure for ALS. Um, so once you're diagnosed, um, you know, it's two to five years, um, and most people are gone by that time. Can you, and I know you're not the, the medical professional, no. but can you <laughs> give us a rundown on what happens to an individual who's yep. diagnosed and maybe the age right around mm-hmm. when it... Yep, absolutely. The best way to describe it to someone is your brain literally quits talking to your muscles. So, you know, you want to pick up... Uh, a cup of coffee and your your brain is telling you to do it but your hand just can't um so eventually you know things just continue to shut down whether it starts you know in your legs and your arms um you know you lose ability with that movement um eventually it moves into um you know your lungs and eventually you know breathing and that's the that's the sad part is that um you know, people know in their brain what's going on, and there's nothing that they can do to change that. And that's the hard part is that their mind is still there knowing what's happening to them. And um, it's just it's very devastating to watch and hard um, to watch people go through that. And, you know, two to five years um, is the life expectancy of someone. And the age range, it so varies. And every type of ALS is different. You know, people that are 25 can get it and people that are 70 can get it. Um, it's just... Is it considered a, a neurological thing? Um, it's actually a neurodegenerative. Degenerative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spit it out. Like, kind of like amniotrophic. Um, Right. But yes, it's a neurodegenerative disease. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, similar to, you know, those other muscular um, diseases. And, you know, someone could live with ALS for, you know, a year before they're diagnosed. Um, A doctor definitely wants to rule out all of those other, you know, Parkinson's, you know, all of those other things before they diagnose with. ALS because of similarities. Yes, very much similarities, but also, you know, being diagnosed with ALS, people get on the internet and, you know, they realize the devastation of what it is. And I think, you know, the doctors really try to rule out anything else possible before they diagnose with ALS. Right. Well, the chapter is for that particular occasion. That is correct. It's for many, many reasons. We have a couple of events coming up that we want to talk, actually several events coming up that we want to talk about, but it's more about the fundraising. 
uh, than just about the fundraising. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we are a national organization. The ALS Association National Office is in Washington, D.C., um, and we are a chapter um, and they have those all over the United States. Right. Um, we work a little bit differently than most national organizations. We work on a federated model. So 86% of what we do stays right here in Iowa to provide programs and services for people living with ALS. Okay. That 14% goes to our national office, um, and that's for advocacy efforts. Mm-hmm. So we are actually considered a veterans-connected disease. Um, so veterans are two times as likely to develop ALS. With that being said, we lobby on Capitol Hill for money from the Department of Defense, and we get about $10 million a year for research. Wow. Yes. I did, I did not know that. Interesting. Uh, yes. Again, it's um, not discriminatory, though, the no, disease. No, no. Uh, yes, like any other disease, mm-hmm. it, doesn't, it doesn't discriminate against right. anyone. Um, we also work um, closely on advocacy efforts um, on Capitol Hill with our ALS National Registry. So, for example, if I'm diagnosed with ALS, I can get on that website and they ask you all different kinds of questions, and they're really trying our, to help our researchers connect why veterans are two times as likely or why someone, you know, it starts in their, you know, hands and feet and someone it starts in, you know, lumbar right. and their, vo- their vocals. Right. So, you know, they're trying to make those connections. So those are all things that we advocate for. But really, you know, going back to our mission, it's, you know, providing a better quality of life for people living with ALS. And that's what we do on a local level. You have support groups. We have support groups. Um, we have a multidisciplinary clinic. And what that is, is the person living with ALS can come into a small room and all the doctors and specialists come to them. ALS is a very tiring disease. And so they're able to just come to one room and all the doctors and specialists come to them. Nice. Um, we have actually four of them, um, two at, you know, both the veterans hospitals, the one here in Des Moines, the one also in Iowa City. And then we have a clinic at the University of Iowa Hospitals and Clinics in Iowa City. And then we have one here in Johnston. It's the first of its kind in the nation. Um, it brings together University of Iowa Hospitals and Clinics, Unity Point Des Moines, and Mercy Des Moines. So all of those collaborated together to help us make a clinic here in Des Moines. And so. another good moment to stop and remember, when it comes to medical professionals here in Iowa, we... We have a lot of the best. Absolutely. Best Absolutely. doctors, the best facilities. Yes, um, we do. We, we are very, very fortunate here in the Midwest to have the, the institutions that we have to help people that are living you know, with ALS and, and cancer and, and all those things. We, we're very fortunate where, where we're located. If somebody then, Emily, and if you're just tuning into the Inside Iowa show, Emily Fish, the development director with ALS Association, the Iowa chapter, we're, we're just having a discussion about the disease itself and what the chapter does, the monies and some upcoming events, then when someone who might be hearing us today has been diagnosed or knows somebody, mm-hmm. a, a next step in what you do next would be to contact you folks, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Um, we have great programs that we're able to provide for people. Um, you know, you can go to our website, um, which is ALSAIowa.org. Um, and we make have- sure that little A doesn't get you A L S A. Correct. A L S A Iowa dot org. You know, A L S Association Iowa chapter is kind of what that stands yep. for. So way to remember. Um, but we have all kinds of programs that we provide um, from support groups to we have a loan closet um, for people that need equipment, anything from hospital beds to walkers to power wheelchairs um, that we loan out to those people at no cost. Um, the cost of living with ALS is about two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. 
And so it's a very expensive disease. So we have that program that we're able to loan that stuff at no cost. And that's all due to fundraising efforts that we do here on a local level. Yes. um, We also have a quality of life grant program that we do where things that um, aren't covered by insurance and are out of pocket, we're able to reimburse um, up to $1,000 a year to people living with ALS to help with those costs. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So all of that is on a local level. All right. I've known someone who was diagnosed I, and, and you see what it does. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, a, a man and a big, strong mm-hmm. man. It, it's hard to watch, you know, someone, you know, like I mentioned, their mind knows exactly what's happening. And, you know, they know that they can they can see it and they know in their head what is happening to them that, you know, they they can't move their legs and they can't move their arms and they're begin to, un, you know, unable to communicate and. You know, you be trapped inside your body. Yes. And, you know, making those decisions, whether, you know, you want to be tricked and vented and using communication devices and things like that. Um, you know, it's it's the reality, I think, that um, some people don't really realize what the reality of ALS right. is. Um, and that's the that's the scary part. But also, you know, being able to be on here and educating people about what it really is, because they can connect ALS to Lou Gehrig or Ice Bucket Challenge. But do they really know what well, it what it is and how it affects someone? You know, this might just be an off the wall question, but was Lou Gehrig a veteran? You know what? I don't know the answer to that question. Oh, I, I just, um, I, it's off the wall. I just made me. I mean, because we I talked just, about it not yeah. being discriminatory. So, right. I mean, it's just, you know, all I know is, you know, the, the baseball right. connection right, with Lou right. Gehrig. Right. Um, so, you know, and there are a lot of, you know, things coming out recently about athletes, you know. Right. Um, Research is working. Yes. I mean, we're, we're oh, taking steps definitely. forward. Yes, absolutely. Right. We are. We are well, definitely. Let me ask you about Michael R. Myers. Yes. Tell me about that name and, yep. and, and, the, and, and, and the association to some upcoming events. Absolutely. Yes. Michael um, R. Myers was a very prominent businessman um, in the Des Moines metro area. And um, he was diagnosed um, with ALS. And his family, um, in order to honor him, has um, chosen to do a legacy social um, and also a memorial golf classic. Both coming up the end of July? Yep, the end of July. So um, July 26th is the Legacy Social, um, and that is down at the Temple of Performing Arts, um, 5 o'clock, heavy hors d'oeuvres, silent auction, um, just kind of a night to come out and celebrate his legacy. Um, And then the Golf Classic is on the 27th, July 27th, the next day. Um, That's down at Willow Creek Golf Course. Um, That is a uh, 10.30 um, registration time, 1130-ish, shotgun start. Um, and we have filled up that golf tournament. This is the third year, the third oh, annual. Awesome. Yes. So okay. um, the first year they were able to raise about a $70,000. Last year was about 125. So it is a huge golf tournament for us. Um, we're very fortunate to partner with Premier Companies. Um, they are able to um, help us with the committee in, in organizing that and putting that on Um and obviously, Jamie um, is the you know owner of Premier Companies, and his father is is Michael Armire. So they're able to um, you know use their resources and, and help us. They Love do it. pay it forward. It. They do. I think so, the event coming up at the end of August is the one that's going to yes be fun, fun, fun. So we um, took a little bit of a spin this year on the um, Ice Bucket Challenge, and we're um, starting event. It's the first annual Bucket Your Boss, mm-hmm. and what we're hoping um, we have right now about eight bosses that have been nominated. 
nominated, um, and we're asking them to raise $500 a piece. And then we're going to go down to Coles Commons, um, you know, right by the Civic Center, the new, the new park that's down there and, they have a fountain, and so we're going to get a little creative and, and have the bosses get in the fountain and get them soaked and uh, have a good time and raise some money while we're doing it. So um, if you've ever wanted to bucket your, bucket your boss, now is your time is, to do it. Is there it. still time to get bosses involved? Oh, absolutely. Okay, so what, do we, what do we do to get bosses yeah, involved? You can get on our website, um, okay. and again, that was alsaiowa.org, um, and there's a link on there with Bucket Your Boss, and you can, you can nominate, and then if you enter their name and their email address, it will send them an email saying, you know, you've been nominated for Bucket Your Boss. Fun. So, okay. And $500 doesn't seem like a lot to ask, does it? It doesn't. And, you know, again, we talked earlier a little bit about the power of social media mm-hmm. and, um, you know, just sharing, have that. Yeah, mm-hmm. just sharing that link. And yeah. we do have a couple. Your enemies might even get involved in exactly, that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, we do have a couple of organizations that have, you know, two or three bosses. And so there's a little bit of competition going on like um, between them that, you know, it may be a president and a vice president or, you know, you know, a couple of um, upper upper management people that are kind of right. getting getting the competition going within their office. So Fun. it's uh, it's going to be a great event. I'm super excited for it. Um, hopefully we'll have a little bit of, um, you know, PR down there and having some people that are, um, you know, willing to jump in even even on scene. So Fun. We'll, oh, on yeah, site. Yeah. All right. OK. Yeah. And then October 6th, there's the walk to defeat yes. ALS. Yep. And that is um, our largest fundraiser that we do. We actually have four across the state of Iowa, but obviously the largest one is here in Des Moines. Um, it's October 6th down at Principal Park. Uh, registration is at 8.30. The walk starts at 10. Um, we usually say walk lightly because people like to come down and they tailgate and they have a good time and it's really a great day um, to provide some help and some hope for Iowans living with ALS and it's a very emotional day um, just because there are people that are walking that may have lost someone to ALS and there's also people that, um, you know, are there celebrating their journey. And it's a time that people come together and support one another that are living with ALS. Even if you're not ready to jump in and be a part of everything, you would sure get a good experience and learn some things. Absolutely. Maybe most importantly that you're not alone. Yes. And that's the biggest thing. You know, people want to know that there's people out there supporting them. And when you have 2,200 people at a walk and, you know, they're coming out and, uh, you know, celebrating ALS and celebrating the people that are that are struggling through it. It's a pretty powerful day. So. so again, our guest today has been Emily Fish. She's the development director for the ALS Association Iowa Chapter. So it's ALSAIowa.org. You got it. All right. Thanks so much for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. We'll have frequent uh, guest miles going on here. Yes, How's that sound? Okay. Absolutely. All right, babe. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Inside Iowa. Heard on this and all Cumulus Des Moines stations.